0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Wannabe Entrepreneur. Today, this episode is for developers or people that like geeky stuff and like to learn more about web tools and what you can uh, use technology-wise to develop an app because I want to speak about my current tech stack, the tech stack that I'm using for ChangeIt and the expression of text tag means basically the set of tools and software that I'm using to develop my app. Let's get started. Let's start first with the app itself. What is amazing about developing an app is that you don't need a server because the code runs in your phones. So when you download the app, you download the code. So I don't need actually to pay money to have a server or anything like that. So that's is great. And the technology I use is... React Native, and this is a cross compiling technology or a cross compiling language. And what this means is that with only one source code, I can release and create code both for iOS and Android. For instance, in Trivago, they actually had two different source codes one for iOS and one for Android. And this means that there were actually two different developers. There are developers that specialize in iOS and others that specialize in Android. So this means double of the costs because, yeah, you need basically two teams, two product managers, two set of developers, QAs, etc. So since I was, I'm was, i only one person developing this and I'm actually not an app developer, this is probably the first app I'm developing. It was actually a great, great choice. I'm super happy with it. React Native is basically JavaScript, so it's quite straightforward to use. And so far, it's working seamlessly. It's very easy to cross compile it. There are just a little tweaks that you have to do, but so far, everything is working fine. I also know that my app doesn't require a lot of native functionalities. It's quite straightforward, very simple app to use. I totally recommend it. I actually don't know what's the future going to be. I spoke with a lot of developers, like app developers, and they, most of them told me that they didn't like this cross-compiling technology that much. Anyways, for me, it works fine. So React Native is my choice for my app development. And I use React Native with a framework that is called Expo, and it's really, really great. So you basically install Expo, and it it comes already with a lot of functionalities that you can use. They have their own packages and so on, and they are working really, really great. But also the development set that they have is really good. So what I can do is I install Expo, and I install an app on my phone, and I can code and see the changes synchronized with my phone. So... It's actually super fast so every time I save in my laptop I see my phone refreshing and I see exactly what I'm changing and it's a great great tool and also every time I build I just do a command expo build iOS or Android and it builds for either platform. It's working really great and it's free so so far this combination of having expo and react native together is working super fine and I think the app it's turning out quite good. So this is for what I call the front end, the part that is facing the client, which is the app. Now, I do have a server. The server is running on um, etzner. It's one of the tools that I that I mentioned in the my previous episode about the tools that I like to use. I will link it in the description of this episode. And I basically pay... I think 2 euros per month and I have uh, my own virtual machine it's very easy to set up and there is where I run the script for the notifications as you know I have personalized notifications that are sent according to the best time for the user so I have a script that, that analyzes when the user actually opens the app and opens the notification and I try to memorize that time frame and only target the notifications for that time frame and also the notifications are different depending on each user depending on which actions the users are committed to I want really to send personalized information so all of this requires a server that is running 24-7 and the, the language I use to code the script is Python I, I love Python. I've been using, in Trivago, I, I used it... Well, actually, at the weekend, I didn't use it that much. But at, at Trivago, I, I used it a lot. For anything that is machine learning related and data science, I think it's kind of the preferred tool for most of these engineers. And it's very easy to develop, and I really enjoy it. And for this kind of scripts, is working fine. So basically, I have a cron job. A cron job is basically a script that allows you to run... One particular program, every you can schedule it. So you can say run it every minute, run it every Monday, and I'm running it every hour. And every hour, hour I detect which notifications need to be sent. I don't know. I'm quite proud. It's the code is not amazing. It was done, you know, as a script very fast, just to see if it worked. But I'm quite quite happy with the result. And so far, it has been running 24/7 with uh, without any problem. Also this script runs in docker and basically the only thing that i do every hour is i boot up the container and it runs my script and then turns off and waits for an hour so that's the setup there then let's go to the database all the information the content of the actions the titles some of the images, the products, the notifications, everything needs to be stored somewhere. And for that, I'm using Firebase, the database from Firebase. It's a product from Google and they have a free tier that so far has been enough for me. I do know that they are very expensive once you cross a certain threshold, but so far it's working fine. But I do think that I'm almost reaching the limit, so hopefully there won't be a problem. But, yeah, it's, it works super nice, super easy to, to set up, and my, all my information is running there. I still have to speak about the website and the blog, which I created initially for SEO purposes, and it's much easier to share around because when people click on download, then they have immediately both the iOS and Android version. But yeah, it's it's been working quite great and we have released some very interesting content there. So for that, I use Hugo, which is a website generated, a static website generated, generates the HTML plane and there's no rendering in the backend. And I am running this on uh, Netlify together with GitHub. I, I'm also running the free tier is more than enough uh, up until now. And it's great. Netlify basically takes care of all the deployment, so and it integrates really well with GitHub. So it means that every time I push to GitHub, the deployment, it activates a deployment on Netlify, and yeah, basically publishes and it's being host, I think, in Netlify and uh, publishes automatically in, in a few in a few minutes. Actually, in a few seconds, you can see already the changes and it's working really, really great. There was only one time when I had a problem that I was able to detect that Netlify was having some problems and the website was not available. But that only happened once. And so far, it's running super, super fine, super fast. And I bought the domain on GoDaddy. Yeah, Hugo, it's also a great tool. It basically converts Markdown to HTML. So it's perfect for developers because it already comes with a nice design. You don't don't need to do anything design-wise, which I'm terrible at. So I basically write everything on Markdown and it converts to a nice format. And I even found a CMS that works with netlify so for instance when the content creators that are non-tech want to write something they can just go there and write and it's it's like a an interface it works super fine and it's it, it looks like a dynamic website but it's not because every time you save something it basically pushes the changes to Git and triggers a deployed a deployment on netlify and yeah, that's basically the technology I have running. Then for the analytics, I I use Firebase. It's also great. It has a great integration with the Google Analytics, and I create my my own events, and I can see everything running there, and it's perfectly. And I also then connect Firebase with BigQuery. All of these are Google products. And with BigQuery, then I can also generate some nice dashboards with the Google Data Studio. So I'm basically using a lot of products from Google. And I think they work really great, especially when you're starting and you're only using the free tier. Yeah, and that's my setup. I will also write the blog post that will be available for the members and supporters of this podcast the link will be in the description and if you have any question about my setup feel free to send me a message on twitter TiagoRBF also it will be in the description this was the episode for today see you tomorrow